Hey there, it's Nasreen. If you liked our recent episode on Disney resorts, then I'd recommend checking out the chart-topping podcast, Trailweight. It's been called a must-listen by Outside Magazine. In Trailweight's latest season, you can hear all about Walt Disney's failed attempt to build a massive ski resort in the California wilderness. And let me just say, this story has as many twists and turns as a Disney park ride, and the episode's absolutely worth a listen. You'll also hear about critically acclaimed host Andrew Stevens and all of his other travel stories on the new season. So don't miss out. You can follow Trailway on your favorite podcast app. Both Thanksgiving and Christmas are right around the corner. That usually means the old bank account is already taking a beating. So why not save some money on your travel plans and beat the crowds? Want to know how? We've got all the holiday hacks for the best time to fly and the cheapest time to buy. I'm Jordi Lippi-McGraw filling in for Nisreen Atassi. And I'll be your guest host for this episode of Out Travel the System. Helping me cut through the crowds and cut to the savings are two guests. Christy Hudson is the head of public relations for Expedia North America, so she's no stranger to slinging the travel tips. Plus, her in-laws live out of state, so she's a seasoned holiday traveler, along with her husband and two small kiddos. Para Rahman is Expedia's director of data science. He and his wife live in Seattle with their beagle mix, but they usually spend the holidays with his in-laws. Para's big on finding data nuggets of travel gold and easing the stress of holiday travel. Welcome to the show, you two. Hello. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Why don't we start off a little bit by telling me some personal tales about what you've learned from traveling during the busiest times of year. Christy, I know you have some great tips and some stories from all of your holiday traveling. Yeah, I was actually thinking about the tips before this episode, and I realized that I've traveled every Thanksgiving and Christmas for the last 10 years. So with the exception of last year, I was very pregnant, so I got to stay home and experience what that's like. But otherwise, (laughs) I've always been in the airport for these busy times of year, so I feel like I have some probably scars to share. But I also, I've I've come to like it. It's It's become part of my holiday experience. You know, for me, there are a couple of things that we do because I'm, as you said, I'm traveling with a husband and two small children under the age Mm -hmm. of three. So for Thanksgiving, we tend to avoid the busiest travel days like the plague. They are super expensive. They are busy. You're probably going to experience long lines, delays. And with small kids, that's just not something I'm willing to deal with. So for this year, we're going to Austin and we did a lot of searching around to see kind of what the best deals were the week of Thanksgiving. And we landed on leaving Monday ahead of Thanksgiving and coming back the following Monday. I know not everybody's able to do that. We just tack on a little bit of vacation to it as well to kind of stretch Mm -hmm. the time. But it gives us a chance to see Austin a little bit. We'll stay in a hotel for a few days and then we'll head out to a vacation rental with the rest of our extended family. Para, what have you learned about traveling during the holidays? I have a very similar experience in terms of spending the last 10 years or so traveling during Thanksgiving holidays. The first five plus years were in grad school and it was with friends and mostly road trips, so didn't have to plan a lot, booking flights and all that. But the last few years after getting married, my wife and I, we go to Salt Lake City for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I guess my flight travel experience is a little bit lighter than Christie's. But one of the things that I learned 
uh, very similar to hers is, uh, you know, not to fly the Wednesday or the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Usually what I've done is to rack up a couple of uh, vacation days ahead of time. And I've seen often much cheaper flights if I fly out the Friday or the Saturday before Thanksgiving and just take the whole week off. And do you guys follow similar tips for Christmas and New Year's? For Christmas, uh, we tend to travel on Christmas Day, actually. So we do Christmas Eve with my family in Seattle. And then Christmas Day, we usually take a mid-morning flight to Houston to see my my husband's side of the family. And I think that a lot of people would probably find that to be the least festive way that you could possibly spend Christmas. But <laughs> it actually, for us, now that we've been doing it a couple years in a row, we find that it kind of extends the holiday a little bit. I feel like the TSA agents at the airport are actually super friendly on Christmas. The other travelers are in a really good mood. It's actually like this rare bubble in air travel where everybody's kind of feeling festive. So we do that. We leave Christmas Day. We get in and we usually celebrate Christmas a day or two after Christmas. And then we fly back on New Year's Eve again because I have two small children. I'm not exactly like going out on the town. (laughs) It's more maybe a nice bottle of champagne at 7.45 p.m. before I go to bed. So um, that works really well for us. It's a lot less stressful to travel and it's a lot cheaper because not a ton of people want to travel on the day of. I actually always travel after New Year's. My husband and I always take the two weeks after the holiday to go and take our longer vacation of the year because the prices are just so much less expensive. For our honeymoon, actually, we went to Tanzania right after New Year's and no one was traveling then. So the price for a safari was cut in half, which is a huge savings for us. And we've done it a few times. We went to Australia after New Year's. This year, I think we're planning to go somewhere too. And I also will drive or fly on the actual holiday when possible, just like you, Christy, because on Thanksgiving Day or on Christmas Day or on New Year's Day, there is no one on the roads. You can get there so quick. And I have a little one too, 15-month-old. And you want to make those car rides and plane rides and times at the airport as stress-free as possible. Para, what do you do for Christmas and New Year's in terms of travel? We don't have the luxury of traveling on Christmas Day. My wife is German and her parents celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. So we open presents on Christmas Eve and they usually like us to be there at least a day before one thing, though, that's nice about being in the tech industry is uh, there's a general sort of code freeze that happens during end of the holiday season and not much gets done anyway. So we usually get to take a couple of days off and try to find a good balance between price and number of days that I have to take off before Christmas. I've usually done maybe fly out on the 21st or 22nd. That seemed to work for me. Jordy, it's interesting that you say you take your kind of longer vacation of the year in the early part of the year. We looked at the data for the cheapest time to go to a lot of destinations. And just like you said, January and February are actually a really fantastic time to travel. Paris is dirt cheap in February. If you don't mind, (laughs) like bringing a jacket, maybe your umbrella. I mean, it's a great time to go and still eat and see the museums and everything else. So it's a super smart tip. And that's my personal experience as well, just traveling back home to India. I've always found tickets that were, you know, a couple thousand dollars or more if I fly November, December. But then if I fly mid-January or late January, it's down to $900 or so. So that's quite a bit of savings if it's two tickets or for larger families, it works out really well. 
Tara, I would really like to combine some of these tips that we're talking about that we've learned personally with some of the secrets that the data reveals. So I think the number one question that's on most people's minds when it comes to booking holiday travel for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, and that is, when is the best day to book a flight? We went back and looked at the data that we have, and typically booking anywhere between two weeks and a month out gets you pretty decent savings. It's about 5 to 10% for Thanksgiving and about 15% for Christmas. Seattle, San Francisco is a, is a classic example. We, we find a lot of travelers going from Seattle to San Francisco and vice versa. And there's a lot of business travelers and leisure travelers as well. So we looked at this one particular example for Thanksgiving travel. And a typical price for Thanksgiving travel leaving Wednesday, which often is the most expensive, is about $250 if you buy 30 days to 60 days out but it goes up to $450 or more or spikes even higher a week before Thanksgiving. So, buy early. For Thanksgiving, what would be the best itinerary in terms of which days to fly? Going back to the same example of Seattle, San Francisco, and I've seen this pattern across different routes as well. The absolute best day to fly for this particular route was to leave the Friday before Thanksgiving. So take two or three days off and then come back the uh, Saturday or the Sunday off. It didn't really change the prices by a whole lot coming Saturday, but this was the absolute cheapest price. The round-trip price was $10 below 200 It hovered around that price for all the way till about two weeks before Thanksgiving. But if you fly the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, your average prices are about $400, and it gets to $600 plus a week before Thanksgiving. What would be the best itinerary then for Christmas? Because obviously Christmas falls on a different day of the week each year. I think Christmas gets a little bit tricky. Different days of the week have different prices that are set by the airlines. But as far as sort of when should you book, typically about two weeks before Christmas gets you better savings than a last minute booking. Is the cheapest day to fly on Christmas Eve? The cheapest day to fly was actually Christmas Day. Christmas Eve gets a little bit expensive. There's a lot of people traveling on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day gets significantly cheaper to fly. What does the data reveal about avoiding crowds as well as saving some money? Well, the busiest day of the entire year to travel is the day before Thanksgiving, as you would expect. For Christmas, the busiest day to fly is the Saturday before. Regardless of what day of the week Christmas falls on, that is the busiest day the last couple years running. That's actually a really good point. When I looked at the data, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving has roughly twice as much travelers that have booked through Expedia compared to the Thanksgiving day and similar stats for uh, Saturday before Christmas and the day of Christmas. Twice as many people in TSA lines sounds like something I would like to avoid personally. Yeah, exactly. I mean, both of you, since you have both traveled so much during the holidays too, I know your cost-saving tips, but I would love to learn some of your tips about how you also avoid the crowds during the holidays? Do you have any sort of hacks that you use at the airport, especially you, Christy? I mean, you're traveling with a whole family. How do you make that process a lot less stressful? Yeah. I mean, one great tip is to have your partner drop you off with the kids in all the suitcases and then to proceed to walk through the airport as if you're by yourself because then people help you. They get out of your oh. way. You get like I'm have to use that to the one. front of the line because they take pity on you. And then when your partner shows up, you get some dirty looks. But no, that's not actually an official tip. <laughs> One of the things that we are definitely careful about when we're planning is 
the type of fare we book and the itinerary we book is pretty important to us. So there's a lot of opportunities to save money by booking basic economy fares or saver fares. They tend to be the cheapest but they are really restricted for the most part. So if you're traveling with a family and you want to be able to choose your seat, if you know you're going to have a lot of bags because either you're packing for several people or you're bringing gifts along with you, there are restrictions around that. And you may end up paying more in the end if you have to check bags because you're going to be paying for those. So just something to consider. We usually avoid those fares because we know that we're going to need to sit with our kids, unfortunately, for us. And then the other thing we try and do is we avoid multi-leg trips if we can. If there's a direct flight, even if it's a little bit more expensive, we're usually going to opt for that because around Christmas time and around Thanksgiving, the reality is the weather is a factor. If you do have a stopover somewhere and it's somewhere that's likely to have a storm or something like that, you could get delayed. And there's honestly nothing worse than slogging through the airport multiple (laughs) times with all the gear. So those are kind of two of the things that we consider for our travel needs. Well, and Christy, you brought up an interesting point, and that is presents and packages. I'm lucky enough that I'm just in a car, so I can just put everything in the back seat or in the trunk, but you guys have to fly with them. What do you do? One thing I learned by trial and error was uh, I ended up packing all of the gifts that we were taking in a couple of check-in bags. And one of them uh, apparently triggered a TSA check, and they had to open all of the gift wrappings. Oh, and no. so anyway, the trial and error message was from this TSA guy who said, please don't gift wrap any of your uh, gifts. It makes it a lot more easier for you to get through the security lines. Do you guys ever ship your presents ahead of time? Yeah, well, we have enough stuff in our suitcase, I think, with the four of us. So we tend to ship all our presents in advance. We utilize free shipping. We utilize gift wrapping options if we can. All of that stuff goes straight to the in-laws house. So we don't really have to bother with it. And that's a really good tip, too, because even if it's not during the holidays, oftentimes my husband and I will ship diapers or any other sort of baby necessities or food or snacks ahead of time. The more stuff you have to put into a bag means more checked baggage and more checked baggage fees. Agreed. Also, just remember a lot of times wherever you're going probably has a grocery store and you might be able to hit that up. Like one time my mother-in-law brought sweet potatoes in her suitcase. (laughs) That was really confusing because Seattle definitely also sells sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Yeah, for sure. And Para, is there any benefit to booking a package around the holidays? Yeah, definitely. What happens when you typically buy a package instead of buying a flight or a car or a hotel standalone is you end up saving a whole lot of money. What I've seen from my previous Europe trip is I've gotten some of the nights off for free when I book as a package as opposed to buying them individually. I just have to second that because I really (laughs) feel like vacation packages are one of these misunderstood things. It sounds like to people who haven't booked them, like something you have to just buy that's already designed for you, right? Like it's something you click and you're like, okay, I guess I'll go with these flights in this hotel. But you can actually still get whatever flights you want. You can still get whatever hotel you want just by booking them at the same time. It's kind of like insurance where if you do multiple people on your policy or if you combine your car insurance and your home insurance, you get a better rate. We just booked a trip to Hawaii for the second week of January because, like we said, that's a great time to travel. And the savings on the hotel was $500. So, wow, 
it's like a real thing. I really encourage people to check it out. And even if it's not something you book, it's something to play around with when you're trying to plan your travel to see if it will get you any savings. Do you guys have any special places that you want to go for the holidays? I know, Christy, you're going to Hawaii this year, but do you have any other bucket list travel plans for the holidays, either of you? Yeah. I mean, one of my goals would be to skip the holidays at home and try and get everybody to go to a beach destination. Just one out of every five years, it would be nice. Like, I love (laughs) a home for the holidays with the Christmas tree and everything. Like, I'm big on those traditions too, but it also would be really lovely to take a break from one of the boring residential places that we usually spend the holidays and head to Hawaii altogether or... Let's even be ambitious and maybe go to the Maldives, you know? That's wow. that sounds really great to me. I love it. It's like instead of a destination wedding, it's a destination Thanksgiving or Christmas. Exactly. I think we're onto something. I totally support that. I want to do a pre-Christmas and celebrate that time with the family and then the actual Christmas time go somewhere else. I prefer being in sort of remote places and mountains. We did a recent trip to Alaska and we drove past the Arctic Circle and saw some northern uh-huh. lights. That was a brilliant experience. It was just my wife, me, and a couple of our friends. We were in a town that had 15 people. It was the furthest town that people live uh, in Alaska. There was just absolutely no one around us. And there's something about solitude and looking at the night sky and the stars that gives you peace. Wow, I can only imagine. I feel like that would be the antithesis to a busy, crowded airport holiday season madness. It's like just being in total peace and quiet. Exactly. Para, what's your favorite part about traveling during the holidays? As I've traveled more, I've realized that it brings people closer. You get a better understanding about other people, other cultures. You know, what better time to do that other than the holiday season? Both Thanksgiving and Christmas, get to spend time with the family and have a good meal. And it's the best time for me. Christy, what about you? I totally with Para. I think being with family is really special and we're really lucky to be able to do that. Well, thank you two both so much for sharing your holiday hacks. And thank you for listening to Out Travel the System, brought to you by Expedia. We'd love to hear your travel tips, questions, and stories too. Find us on your favorite social media channel. Just search for at Expedia. If you want a deeper dive into the best time to book and more general travel tips, be sure to listen to episode two. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, There's no need to wait until the holidays. Don't miss another episode as we share more tips to help you out-travel the system. I'm your guest host, Jordi Lippi-McGraw, and happy travels. Happy travels.